Welcome into DTC, not defending the cup tonight. We are talking about the Redskins. We got to come up with another three word acronym for DTC to somehow describe something that fully encapsulates what the Redskins are and what they do to us on a week to week basis and how pathetic they are coming out of a Monday night, going into a Monday night after two weeks off with two weeks to prepare for a team that has no defense. We can only manage what, 19 points. We give up 43 points, but somehow we are still in The 19 points is garbage, too, right? The, the whole, that second half touchdown, that's garbage. This should have been like a 52-0 Saints win. All right, all right. Well, this let's, team let's, is garbage. Before we get into it, I, I know there's a lot of anger coming from LP. LP was on vacation what, for what seems like a month and a half, and he came home <laughs> to this garbage. Uh, FP did not take a vacation, but I'm sure you wish you were on vacation to not I, I need one garbage. now. I need one right? now. So, Let's. So you guys, last week I was on the show with the with the Nola boys. I went bold. I thought the skins could go in there. I thought they could keep it keep it tight, keep it ugly, and pull out a win. Jokes on me. They did the opposite. They just were were manhandled. And you know, I think we we didn't talk before hitting record here. So this should be kind of fun and interesting. I actually don't want to talk about the game at all. I want to talk about Josh Norman and Josh Doxson. And personally. Here's your hot take for the day, and it's not even a hot take anymore. Everybody named Josh just gets cut. Just I love get rid it. Of him. I'm ready just for it. Just get rid of him, okay? One can't stay healthy or get healthy or get on the field or catch a ball, and the other one has the audacity to run his mouth at, a, at the receiving, at the opponent after losing by double the margin they were able to score. Like, this guy is like on another planet with a lot of the blame on him and geez, like this was such a terrible performance. Look, and the only positive takeaway here, and it's, and has nothing to do with the Redskins is that the NFC East is trash from top to bottom. And somehow we are still competitive. Some trash team out of this division is going to finish seven and nine and get to the playoffs. I still hope it's the Redskins, but damn, we just look terrible from open from the beginning to the end, and the one play for me, the one play that defined the entire game, third and seven on the opening drive, you get the stop, and stupid Josh Norman gives up a penalty. The Saints continue to drive down the field. They get the, they get the touchdown. They miss the kick, but that was it. That was it. On the next drive, they go. They get the Saints again in a three-and-long three situation, and stupid Monte Nicholson comes up. And gets after, a passer. after a Ryan Kerrigan first sack after of the season. The first sack, like, God, it's so Redskins. It's so painful. I hate this team, but I love them. But I hate them so much. You guys take it from here. FP, what did you see? Is there any positive? Let's, let's go positives. Give me one or two nuggets of positivity before before you kill them all. I'd love to give you some some positive from this game, but I honestly I have to rack my brain to think about it. The only positive, which is kind of a negative at the same time, was Jordan Reed was getting open. And Jordan Reed is healthy. And Jordan Reed is able to help out. But that's underlined by the negative of us not using Jordan Reed. And for me... That is the most irritating thing is that with all your offensive struggles, with all the garbage that we say about the wide receivers, about, uh, Adrian Peterson maybe not being the, the, the strive for excellence. I mean, whatever, like 
youthful running back he once was. Jordan Reed is there. Jordan Reed is healthy. Jordan Reed is able to help, and we're not using him. And the Alex and Kirk Cousins comparisons are going to happen. Kirk barely had a healthy Jordan Reed and put up numbers. Alex has one and refuses to go to him, and I have no idea why. So what your positives were? That, that's the problem. There's no positives off this game. That was me the trying to find a positive. Jordan Reed is still healthy. Okay, yes. That's a positive. Okay. We're 2-2. Two and two. We're in first place the in the negative, division. The negative is that stupid Jordan Reed didn't get even – it didn't get into the box score until he registered a, an effing tackle in the third quarter. Like Jordan Reed, Reed had more tackles terrible. than he did, did, did targets. Drew Brees had the, the amount the of receptions as Jordan Reed. Drew Brees, had, Drew Brees had more touchdowns than he did incompletions. That's how <laughs> awful this game is. But the one positive well, – I, I can't even say it's a positive, to be honest. But looking back at history, there was once upon a time where the Patriots came into FedEx Field. They whooped the Redskins 52-7. Chris Cooley, Clint Porter's led team. The Redskins ended up rallying after that game and made the playoffs. This, this, uh, hor- this horrible of a loss, if used correctly – can be a catalyst for a, a season-turning event where these guys are like, you know what, we got to play. Like, you you can't say that the Saints, based on on, on Monday's game, that that the Saints were just that much more talented than the the Redskins were. It, oh my to God, me, no, to me, it's a complete, crazy? it's a complete effort thing. It's a complete preparedness thing. It's a complete. I came out and I no, tried. No, it's not. It's not I the tried, talent on no, the field. Dude, no, you're, dude, you're the saying sun, it's not. The sun fried your brain. I'm sorry. No, they have. It, they have it, it's a Josh Norman. I'm gonna be selfish on Monday Night Football. I'm gonna try to get this screen tackle and get an interception, where I'm gonna leave a guy wide open. It's a Josh Norman. I'm gonna hold this guy and and convert that penalty into a uh, the first touchdown of the game. It's a Monte Nicholson in a penalty. It's a it's a Pernell McPhee. Uh, the ball's on the floor. I'm gonna sit there and watch it because I'm a fat. Punk, and I'm not going to dive on the ball. It's a hey, dumb, 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 dumb. This, Do you know who this, the third leading receiver is on the Redskins? It, it's probably, Josh Effing Doxson, and he hasn't played horrible. in half the games. Okay, don't well, tell me that these two yeah. teams are. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't care. That's what I'm saying. For a thousand look, yards. Look, can we? This roster is a joke. Okay, Dude, listen. This, don't tell me that they're they're evenly roster? matched. No, 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 no. No, 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 I'm not saying we have one. I'm saying that their matchup is not a 52 to seven or whatever it was, whatever what the score was. 43 19. 49, 17. 43-19. The difference between the Saints roster and the Redskins roster isn't as great as 49 to 17. Look, uh, let me let me say this right. I the biggest disagree. the biggest difference between the Saints and the Redskins right now, and and this is this has been coming from me for a while, for a while is Gruden. Gruden versus Peyton is your difference. No. Yeah. Dude, I'm not, listen. Does, does, does Gruden, does Gruden, Gruden does Gruden make the the these mistakes? No. We now have, we now have a four year, uh, record to look at right now. And this is typical Gruden fashion where you have all this time to prepare for a team. Typically his week ones, typically before uh, or after a bye week. All this time to, to rally up the troops and get your redemption or do whatever when you go into a big game and you choke. And mind you, the last time we played our upcoming opponent, the Panthers, it was a Monday night game. They were eliminated from playoffs. We were fighting for playoffs. And guess what? We got destroyed by the Panthers and we came out flat and we weren't ready. 
Look, and, man, it's not fair to put this on Gruden. Like, yeah, the preparation stuff, fine. But he's not the one. He's not. He's not the one standing in the pocket, missing the open read on a not not Jordan read, but the open read on a play, right? And throwing throwing a terrible pick. He's not the look, one. He's not the, like it he, goes, He's not the one out there running routes, right? But like, it, he's, it goes hand in hand. With Alex, maybe maybe preparation wise, but you know what was blaring? Like what was just painfully obvious on Monday night. Kirk Cousins is tremendously better than Alex Smith. Okay, I don't. I know the numbers are similar through four games. Like if you look at their stats through four games last year versus this year, about the same amount of yards, about the same amount of touchdowns, about the same amount of interceptions. But the quality, the quality of play is totally different. Like I'm just not. Like I was never sold on the Alex Smith thing. I thought he was serviceable, but you're paying a lot of money to a guy who, like, you're getting what you're getting with him, right? Like, he's not going to throw guys open. He's not going to take chances down the right. field. That, that's right. the biggest so, thing is not throwing guys open. Now, that's not what you were saying the offseason. But the problem now is compounded because you also have receivers who can't get separation themselves, right? Like, we are a long ways removed from an offense that had Jordan Reed, uh, Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garçon, and, uh, and, and Jamison Crowder as a fourth option. We are a lot – like – you say what you want about those guys, about, oh, they were they were getting older, maybe not as fast, whatever. Deshaun still forced defenses to respect him, right? There was still a, at least at least two people bracketing him at all times, which left man-on-man coverage for someone else. So, well, like, so, there's more to it than just, like, oh, Jay didn't prepare them. Yeah, he failed miserably to prepare them. But let's be real here. Like, Drew Brees is, like, the, the other side of it, right? Let's look at it from the Saints' perspective, right? And you guys know I have a soft spot for the Saints' Just because of Nola and all the the stuff, like I got some connections to that city, right? I love Drew Drew Brees. Like I, I enjoy watching him. Like to me, he's like Steve has a thing for Tom Brady. I have a thing for Drew Brees. It was awesome to see him do what he did, and it just went to show like he's a five foot nine quarterback who I feel is like overhand baseball throwing every ball like over his offensive line. You know, sounds like Booker on ESPN right now. Well, it's because he's, I mean, he's a coach on the field, and that's what we don't have. And I, I think that's what Joe's saying he loves is that we don't have yeah, the coach like, on the field. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Look at the look at the litany of wide receivers that he's had there. Right? Who's the best wide receiver Drew Brees has ever had? Ever? Jimmy like, Jimmy Graham. <laughs> okay, Jimmy Graham. I was gonna say like Brandon Cooks had a unique skill set. Yeah. Mar- Marquise Colston. You remember him way back in the day? Like it's it's actually been got a ninety something percent. Yeah. Petra, uh, yeah, Mike, Michael Thomas is nuts, right? So, like, he he's he like you have to you have to have a like a guy, right? And what drives me nuts about this effing Redskins team is you have a guy who's finally healthy in Jordan Reed. You're still you're still treating him like he's injured, and on top of that, like every team in the league who has a stud playmaker, whether it's a tight end or a wide receiver, it doesn't matter what the defense does. You just get the man his right. targets. You find a way Why to use it, him. Like you have to have at least four stupid plays in your playbook that you can call at any point in time in the game, whether you're up by ten or down by fifty, and the ball will end up in. But you're so you you're gonna have tell to have me those. you're gonna tell me that's more an Alex than Gruden. That's a Gruden thing to not throw it into it's Alex's both. mind. It's not, look, Gruden's not throwing the ball. FD. No, no, and, Gruden is the coach. It should come down to him telling Alex, look. You have Jordan Reed. You don't know Jordan Reed as well as I do. When you see Jordan Reed on man-on-man coverage, you throw him the ball, he makes the play. Guess what? If you do that a couple times, even if he doesn't get that ball, they're going to start st- start doubling him. Guess what that does? That opens up Crowder. That opens up Richardson. That opens up your run game. It does so much stuff. But the problem is Reed 
is usually 10 to 15 yards down the field, and that is not where Alex is going to throw the ball because that's five yards further than he's comfortable. But they should have to do something but, different. But, just do but, something but, different. Run it, split him out wide. Put him at the X receiver. Like, do something. Just do something. Did, no, but, like, but Gruden did that with Reed, and it wasn't working, and, and his response is, oh, the defense took him away from us. Well, then find more ways to get him involved. Do something well, else. Well, FP, to, to Joe's point, when, when Jordan Reed is, is your only threat, um, Jameson Crowder is, is not a threat anymore. There is zero threats on this, on this offense other James than Jordan Crowder Reed. Crowder thrived when you had Pierre Garçon and Deshaun Jackson. When he was the number four. Right. He's but horrible as a number he, one or number two option. The setup in this offense is he should be the number four because you technically have your Doxon Michael Floyd experiment BS. I never want to hear Josh Doxon's name again. And you technically never. have Paul Richardson. And Did then anyone give, give Gruden a little bit of credit for sitting Josh Doxon? He basically said, "You Doxon came out and he, he warmed he up. Him. And he said, you didn't play all, you didn't practice all week. You're not playing. You're, and he yeah, came out. I, he came out to honestly, say he's, like, he's pretty close to 100. percent Where Gruden gets out, credit was benching Norman. Yeah, yeah I mean, know, and, I, and I'll take and I respect that too. Like you, you can't blow assignments like that, and you can't yap about it. Like you can't yap at anybody after you lose 43 to 19. You just gotta shut your mouth. And he got burned on two. I mean, literally 14 of those points were 100 percent on Norman. Yeah. And locally here on the radio, on the airwaves here locally, uh, D'Angelo Hall, during his, he basically came out and said, like, he called him out and said that he's more interested in being a celebrity than he is being a football player. And, like, I don't know, I don't know if that's 100% true, because it's not like I see, like, Norman's not all over, like, Twitter uh, or, like, TMZ. Like, he's not, it's not to that extent, but it was, it was on him. Those blown assignments were on him, period. But frankly, frankly, if we're going to be honest, Monte Nicholson had an opportunity to tackle Traquan Smith and instead Absolutely. was trying to, like, like just tapped him to push him out of bounds, he just blew right past him. Monte like, Nicholson had like the worst game of, of, of his Redskins career. I mean, and, and no, to be no, honest, no he showed some promise last year. Monte Nicholson has completely disappointed through four games this year. Monte Nicholson, no, he has not disappointed through four games. This yes, is really, yeah, your, okay. this is really the first This is really the first game where you're getting negative commentary with his name involved. And he's young enough and new enough that I'll, I'll let it, I'll let the stupid boneheaded penalty slide this game because he is young enough and he is on the up and up and, and you can, you can give him a break. Josh Norman, your $75 million, $15 million a year man, your, your, your starter, he has zero excuses, zero excuses. And when he makes those but you mistakes, know, it was like, but that's when, my- that's when you bring all the fans freaking out. And then you're like, oh my God, we lost Alec, or we lost Kirk and Fuller for Alex, and now we're stuck with Norman. Where almost everybody's like, I wish I had Fuller right now. But do you know how crazy it is for someone like Charlie Casterly to say that that Josh Norman is the third best corner on your team? Is and it, it, is being, it crazy? And it being for true. a guy who's got local ties, a guy who's uh, you know, pretty much That's NFL insane. renowned for his talent right. uh, acquisition and like two and years his ago. Eye. Two yeah. years ago, if you said that you're going to have a team with Josh Norman on it, like when we brought him in, right? The first year he comes here. Could you imagine someone saying in, in a couple years, in, in two years, in his second season, he, he will be he will not be the best corner on your team? That's crazy talk. Like that's Quentin Dunbar. I mean, not, none season, of us expected right? it. Right. And what's his face? Um, I'm blanking on his first name, Fuller, last year. Like he's on. he was on upwards. What was his first name, guys? I'm blanking. Kendall. Are you talking about Fabian Moreau? Kendall Fuller. Not Fabian Moreau. Kendall Fuller. Thank you. Thank you. The boy from Virginia Tech. Like, they're all it's, from Virginia Tech now. There is, they're all, they are all from Virginia Tech. Which is another problem in and of the, itself. 
I'll tell you what, like my biggest gripe with, with Gruden, or maybe just with the coaching staff in general for this game, when it was announced that that, that uh, Ted Ginn Jr. was not going to play, I feel like they thought, hey, the deep threat isn't going to be out there. We can play this ridiculous soft zone business as if they didn't even know who Traquan Smith was, right? Or any receiver for that matter. The holes that he was running through, anybody could have gone through. I, I, it just, it was so disappointing. The game was so disappointing from start to finish. For, for many, many years, the Redskins could not handle success. And they just, we've seen this pretty much throughout the Gruden era, that they win a big game, they come back the next week, and they completely lay an egg. This is just who the team is. The team is a 500 team. The team is a, I'm going to play good one week, I'm going to completely um, poop the bed the next week. This well, is, this I mean, is, so taking I mean, that, how many, how, much, how, many, how many stupid Panthers fans are going to be uh, it's going to be flooded, flooded by them, flooded by them. Actually, but then, there's there's a whole lot of Redskins fans in the Carolinas, by the way. But so that I, I, I don't think I don't think that's going to be a, a factor in Sunday's game. I think the stadium is going to be semi full, actually. But Cam Newton hasn't lost to the Redskins since he's been in the league. And if we remember the past two times the Panthers played the Redskins, destroyed Cam Newton us. absolutely destroyed us. Destroyed but these us. are I mean, these this, are the next three games. Like are are they're legitimately must have in my opinion, right? Like, like the Panthers. All right, look, the Panthers. Let's just look at the schedule for a second here. Panthers toss up, right? I'll give the Skins a fifty-one percent chance to win that game. But the Cowboys at home, they gotta beat them. They period. The, the Cowboys are a worse team than the Redskins. Wait, they wait to, here's the thing. Then they you go to the, the Panthers. Go ahead. We're better Finish than the Giants, right? You, right. You, we're we're going to New York. We are a significantly better team. Than the Giants, and then you got the Falcons, who I give the Skins a forty-nine percent chance, right? So the next four, they got to find a way to go three and one or two and two, right? But then, it, like it gets easier. Here's like, the they, problem, they could though. Here's the problem. They could win or lose problem. against the Bucks. They could win or lose against the Texans. Like, I'm, these are I'm all okay with all of those things. Playing crappy but if, teams. If you get blown out by the Panthers, season over. If you get blown yeah. out by the Panthers, morale is down. People are going to start quitting on the team. Jay Green is going to lose the locker room. You go down big on the Panthers. I think the season is over. But you look at you look at the, who they got to play, right? Like we obviously know about our division rivals, but the Buccaneers are beatable, especially with uh, with uh, with Crab Legs Winston uh, playing a quarterback. The Texans are beatable. They, I mean, they are beatable. They're they're not that much better or worse than the Redskins. Except that they have the best receiver, one of the top three receivers. But in they the got league. a young. But they also got a young quarterback, and they do have to travel to FedEx. We're, right? we're so not good with mobile quarterbacks, though. So well, who knows? I, I'm tracking. Let's talk about it when Deshaun Watson is actually playing that week because the but way that he's playing, to... he's not going to be injured. He's going to be injured. I'm with you. I'm with you on that, right? But, like, the best team that we still have to play for the season here, the Eagles or the Jags, right? We got the Eagles twice and the Jags. That's three games that I think we will struggle in. All the other ones, you look at them, if you pick the Redskins to win them, like, I would say fine. Like, I, I, don't, I don't disagree sharply that the Skins are that much better or worse than the Giants, the Bucks, the Texans. It, the, 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 problem is, the problem is which Redskins team do we get, right? Because you look at the Arizona game, we ran great, and that's because the Arizona defense didn't stunt our offensive linemen, and they were able to move the line, get yardage on rushing. Colts, stunted, no run game, fail. Packers, didn't stunt, yeah. run game, right. win. Saints, didn't blitz, they stunted, and we couldn't do anything on the line. Adrian Peterson had nothing. Chris Thompson had nothing. Capri Bridge well, had fell, nothing. They fell too, they fell yeah, too you, far you, behind. You fell off, but, but yeah. 
But, it, but it's the, not even that. The first three plays of the game, we come out pass, pass, pass. Like it's mm-hmm. you, Jay. Jay Gruden has always said, "I want to run more. I want to run more. We got guys. I want to run more. Guys, is hurt. Get Adrian Peterson. I want to run more." The problem with Gruden is the slightest, slightest issue that happens in his he doesn't adjust. Yeah, in adjust. his in his play scheme or, or his first fifteen plays, if it doesn't go his way, all hell breaks loose. Air it out. The problem is you have a quarterback that can't air it out because he re- he relies on the strong game, and, and that's where your disconnect is. It's it's. It's something so trivial where it's like, just keep running the ball. You have to go Gibbs-style football, which we used to make fun of. But, but guys, th- this is the, the epitome of the Redskins fan trap, that every time a new coach comes in, we like him. One year in, we hate him. Next year in, we want him fired. Like It's just, just over and over again. We can't keep blaming the coach. At some point, these players got to be held accountable. I don't care. Like You, you call yourself Hogs 2.0. You look like Hogs Crap! Like you look like pig crap on on Monday. Well, yeah. So that's Brian. That, that, honestly, what is Des Bryant gonna do? And UNFP, he can go. He can run five yards, turn and catch the ball. It's not even that. Just give me the potential the field, threat, which is yes. an improvement over Josh Coxon. Just can, give me the physical show up going down. and lace uh, him up and play. Honestly, I, I thought Mo Harris did way better than Josh Coxon, and, and it was a horrible game. But at least you would see Mo Harris create separation. You saw him. Why don't they just get, trade for Ryan Grant? He knows the offense. Gruden loves him. Why not? He'd be, number, you, he'd be the number one on this, this receiving core. Easily. He'd be the number one. Yeah, there's no question. Of course. Of course. Paul Richardson, like, he, there was, a, like, that catch he made where he leapt up to grab it was, it was actually really impressive. But, like, I know what, I know what I'm going to get out of Mo Harris. And I just don't want it. I don't care. I don't care. I, honestly, I, I, like, and I, in fact, if, I don't know, I'm assuming you guys listened to the show I re- we recorded last week with uh, with the NOLA boys, but I told them, I said, this is typical Jay Gruden. You're going to get one deep shot in the first half of the first quarter, and if it hits, you're going to see a different, like, it's like he switches from one playbook, or the whole playbook changes depending on that one play. He took his one token shot, it didn't work, and that was it. Like, Would I don't you think like Alex to... attempted a ball. I didn't think. I don't think he attempted a pass beyond twenty I, yards. I don't. The rest of the game. I don't want Which... to get rid of Gruden, but you cannot deny. No you, you cannot deny that he will be on the hot seat. And with our front office, if we don't even break five hundred, he's out. You but can't but deny he can't that. be on the hot seat. He can't be on the hot seat. There's a donkey up in Cleveland who has won one game in four years. Okay, who's still coaching? <laughs> He can't – Jay Gruden – Because apparently be he has a better roster than the Redskins. Well, right now, yeah. Right now you cannot – I give Joe you all the credit. Right me, now they look You killed me over the summer. Which roster would you rather have? You want right Mayfield now? or Kirk? Or, or you want Mayfield or not Kirk Cousins? You want Mayfield or, or Smith? No, I, I want Alex. Jarvis you want Hyde? I, I want Alex. I want Jarvis Landry. That's all I want. I, I'll take yeah, Jarvis you want, Landry. You want Landry? Or, exactly. Or, or that other kid. I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, Coleman, whatever. The other receiver out there. Or even the tight end. I'll take I'll take David and Joku. What about what about their running backs? You want their running backs or ours? You want their de- you want their defensive this secondary is, or ours? This is a depressing segment. We're we are now basically in line talent wise. We're debating if the skins have more equal or less talent than the than the stupid well, Cleveland Browns. It, you know who it was? What you, team is was, worse than the Redskins besides the Bills in this mod, in this NFL this season? The Raiders. Another Gruden. It's Another? the Gruden. <laughs> the two Grudens are the, the two worst teams. I mean, yeah, I, but but I also don't want to overreact because 
It is the NFL. The Saints, I mean, arguably are probably the best team in the NFC right now. And they straight up kicked the Redskins' butt on a day that they should have, on a day that Drew Brees broke the all-time passing record. I mean, on a day that... How ridiculous ridiculous (laughs) that the NFL literally stops the game to oh, hand him my. some stupid laminated it. card, like he, like he, I was like he passed furious. the spelling bee. No, like, can we talk about how? Why did we have this two, minute, two minute warnings? What did, did anybody else feel like? Literally, all they talked about was Drew Brees, and then they talked about the Cowboys. They didn't talk about anything else. Well, the because Jason Witten, Jason Witten is somehow getting worse week by week. I don't know how you get worse when you keep doing the same thing over and over. But he's getting progressively worse. <laughs> it's because he has to. Talk to Booger McFarland, the the hovercraft sideline. They should actually switch it. Actually, Booger's not bad. I think they should switch it. They put Booger, him in the booth Booger and put says Wins down on the field. Booger says the same quality commentary that Madden used to say, which is just the dumbest, most common sense commentary All ever. Right. Just a but waste of breath. If you had to lose one, if you if you removed one, which one would you remove? It's got to be Jason Witten. He's terrible. Yeah, uh, both. No, Booger Booger was really annoying. FP and I had to actually watch on mute. It was, so that's Thursday, how bad the, the production was. Last week on Thursday, I actually checked out the uh, the Hannah Storm Andrea Kramer uh, audio on Prime. You should check it out this week. It wasn't as terrible as I anticipated it was. They're not doing play by play. They're like having it's like they're having a conversation. It's like it's 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 what I would imagine a DTC simulcast or live broadcast <laughs> would be. Like that's we would really sprinkle in do. some stuff. I think it would be pretty. I, look, you find a way to do it. I think I think it'd be pretty badass. I think how people do, would yeah. want to listen to normal people talk. How do we get on to uh, Amazon streaming as commentators? <laughs> Let's just ask them to set up another stream for <laughs> for the for the show, right? Just let it, us talk. It'd be better than ESPN. I'll tell you that much. Uh, look, I, well, can we talk about Conor McGregor? Oh, let's do it. I'm totally ready. That Did was you watch the complete. Fight? No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't pay pay per view to watch. Last time I paid for pay per view, it was uh, WrestleMania or maybe Royal Rumble. I know, I know, there was a brawl. What happened? What what caused the brawl? Go ahead, Joe. I I think you're a little passionate. No, I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna record a I'm gonna record a show with Twenty, our combat sports expert, resident expert. (laughs) But the short version here, the short version is, Khabib got him to tap right. He submitted in the in the fourth round. He was genuinely upset that he didn't hurt him more. And then he jumped out of the octagon and attacked his coach. And, you know, you guys saw, like, on, on social media, like, on our Twitter account, I posted that this is, you know, I drew similarities to what happened, the, the malice in the palace with Ron Artest. Like, you cannot leave the field of play and go attack somebody who's not, like, who's not, like, you just can't do it. Like, you can't leave the basketball court and go start punching fans. And you can't leave the octagon and go start fighting people. And then everybody... All the trolls on Twitter, and three of them have those stupid blue check marks. Were like, "No, you don't know anything, bro." He, he attacked his coach, not a spec, not not just some random fan. And I had to like, it, I got tired of matter. saying, it. "You jumped out of the cage." Like, was the was the was Connor's coach there to fight or to watch? And then, and then, stupid blue check mark guy just disappears, right? Because the, the the question can't be any easier. Like, he is there in a spectator capacity, not in a fighter capacity. Right, it's just as stupid as the, the the donkeys that jumped into the octagon to go after McGregor. <laughs> Frankly, they should just let him. They just let him fight him. Like, but I, I'm I'd not, pay uh, for that one. It, it was. Did it they was lose their crazy. visas? Did they get? Did they get charges pressed? Uh, well, I guess McGregor decided not to press charges. Which he I did, mean, yeah. I guess if you're a fighter, you're not going to press charges for getting assaulted. 
But, I mean, the, the but, coach is but really, duty, but you can't do it. Like the Nevada Commission is going to have a hard look at this because you can't have fighters jumping out of the ring and fighting people that are not there yeah, to fight. You're like, you set can't, a precedent. You got to set a hard you one right you, now. You can't do it. But frankly, I'll tell you what. Like I watched this fight, and this is what I'm going to talk to Tony about too. Like him and I watched this fight together, and we watched last summer. We watched uh, Mayweather and, um, and and McGregor, and that fight, which was essentially like a carnival game like it wasn't a real fight right it was just this pay-per-view thing but like that fight was infinitely more enjoyable i don't know if anybody on the planet would actually want to buy connor versus khabib the rematch based on like the fight merit because khabib is just significantly better like and it and unfortunately he fights in a, like a really boring style of uh, of combat where he's just gonna basically get you to the mat like the ground and pound the old school ground and pound it's super boring to watch. Like everybody wants to watch strikers like Connor, like try to actually knock you out, not just make you tap and submit. So well, well Connor's got the personality that, that draws people. Them. I'll save the rest of my analysis for for the combat show. But yeah, the, the, it was it was nuts. It was ridiculous. I think I think the Nevada Gaming Commission is is likely going to. I mean, Khabib didn't get his two million dollar purse. They're holding it from him until they finish their investigation. And I don't know what there is to investigate. This is like. It's such a sham, right? It's like when somebody like holds up a liquor store and you have him on tape, but they're like, "Oh, wait, he's innocent until proven guilty." Like, no, mf'er, he's effing guilty because I have a videotape with his face <laughs> on, right? Like, don't waste our time telling me that we have to investigate something because he jumped out of the ring. Like, I can see it with my eyes. It's not alleged; it actually happened. So, I think I think Nevada is going to have a, a field day, and I think Dana White is both happy and sad at the same time, right? Happy because he, he has a rematch on his hands that he can sell for a lot of money, but really, I think, nervous and sad because Nevada's going to come down hard on them. You, you just can't have they really trained should. fighters jumping out, as they should, exactly. You can't have them jumping out. But, All right. Um, you want to talk about Dwight Howard's back, LP? Is, is it his back or his butt now, apparently? Over over or under 30 games played for Dwight Howard. 31 under. And a, 30, 30 and a half games. Under. 30 is really low. 30 is really low. No, he's going to go over. Oh, I said 30 and a half. He's going okay, over. 30 and a half is still really low. Your he's, boy, he's your boy, uh, your boy, uh, not my Mahimi, he's your Mahimi, is <laughs> going to be Jan Mahimi. He's having a good uh, preseason. He's picked maybe, up his uh, mid-range. Like, maybe if he goes by Ian, he'll shoot better. Is that possible? <laughs> I don't know why he's shooting threes. I don't know why he's shooting threes. He made but him. He's the starting. He made him. He's, he's going to be the starting center for this Washington Wizards team. You think Dwight, Dwight Howard is out for an extended period of time for this initial injury? Or you think I mean, he gets re-injured? I'll tell you what. Like 85% of my brain thinks that uh, he just doesn't want to play in the preseason. But that just miraculously get better. Yeah, that fifteen percent is uh, growing daily. That he's actually he's actually injured because it's it's he's not traveling with the team either. He's not participating in practice. Like I, I understand his it's, job is very simple by NBA standards, but you got you got practice. What's, what's crazy <laughs> is how they're saying he's injured, but he's in great physical shape. Like he's a physical specimen. He's in great shape, but he's broken. He's got a. It's it's weird. It's a butt injury. I, I don't even know how it happened. <laughs> It's not a back. It's a butt. But, I mean, whatever. I don't know, Who cares? They, if they, I mean, the NBA should get rid of preseason. Uh, you have 82 games. Why do you need a preseason? No, I mean, they, they – I mean, I mean if, either, if right? hockey got rid of it, we'd still have Tom Wilson, so. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I don't see suspension? it. That's a big that's suspension. But stupid. But I'll tell you, like the, the the problem we have right now is the. Do we know the extent of the injury to uh, to Thomas Bryant? Because he's like he's the that piece that everyone's hoping is going to be special, you know, for the Wizards. And and you know, he went down against the Knicks, I think, last week, and it looked like an ankle. I'm not sure what his status is right now, but he's like a legit big man prospect. Like if you can get one season out of, out of Dwight Howard. And, and coach up Thomas Bryant, I think you're going to be – he was I – mean, Yeah, so, I mean, I don't, I don't think his injury makes a difference right now because he's not playing in the, the first couple of Yeah, that's fair. Anyways, so. it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make a difference right now. But yeah, It, it right. doesn't make you're a difference. Right. Oubre is not, not signing a contract extension um, until the end of the season. Um, I think that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it could be a prove-it uh, deal or it could be uh, I don't want to don't, don't want to play a backup role anymore. Yeah, he, he can go start somewhere else. He I can mean, go start. Well, we can't afford him, and we have just we just can't afford him. Period. Yeah. I know that. We gotta find a way to shut. Auto we just want to hear that. We we have to find a way to shut auto order, but I don't know if that's going to be possible. I mean, DC ways for at least the Wizards and the uh, Redskins is groom them and lose them, right? What we do, it's what we do. We use uh, members of the athletic. Okay, so let's check it out. There's a show on the athletic. I'll send you a, a promo thing. They sent us a promo thing. But I'm going to send it to you. There's a show on it running called The Return that, that chronicles uh, Gordon Hayward's return to the court. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's been must-watch. And uh, I think – where are we with the Caps right now? Two-one, two, Ovi, Ovi just scored. Fantastic, fantastic. It's a great rematch. Uh, anything let's, else on the Redskins? Let's wrap it up with with uh, Redskins Panthers predictions. Joe, are you going to go fifty-two to zero? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think it's too early. As big as a homer as you are, I don't I think, think it's that more. Uh, I can't. I think over the. I think tomorrow or the whenever we have our uh, our beat reporter on about the Panthers, I'll say my prediction for then, but. I'll, I am expecting to see more of Capri Bibbs. I'm, I'm buying that the Peterson injury is a little bit more serious than they are selling it. Um, and I, I think this may be an interesting – like right now my gut tells me that Jay Gruden and is meeting with Alex Smith specifically about trying to find ways to push the ball down, down the field. Like they have to find ways to third and three into first downs. They have to. I mean, you could, you could write it in stone that Gruden's going to do that. Yeah, and and I'll tell you, like, it, I'm, if there was a prop bet on Jordan Reed getting 15 targets, I would take it. I think they're going to force, they're going to force feed him the ball, like one, one pass attempt or one target every, basically every time out. They have to, they have to. Yeah. So over under Josh Sox and half a catch. No, I think Josh, yeah, over under one more one one more game played in the league. He's done, man. I don't, I don't want to see him anymore. I don't want to hear about him anymore. I don't care about his potential. The guy is like, he's perpetually injured. Someone stepped on his heel and he couldn't play for a week or practice for a week. I'm done. I, I he's, give him he's, about one week or two weeks until he's inactive and, and not like for injury not, related. It's, it's not injury, inactive. Your he best. reminds me of another Washingtonian sports figure in Steven Strasburg. Now, he doesn't have the accolades or the skill or anything else, but Strasburg, we know. When he's not 100%, he's not going to take the mound. And, uh, and it's, I, I sneezed funny. I can't play game four of the playoffs. Right? Like, but yeah, so. but Strasburg, 
Strasburg has a resume to, to stand True. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, has a, I was a first-round pick. Like, some guys just By accident. Don't feel – like, some guys just can't play through it. And and I'm not knocking them, right? I don't think I could play through an, an NFL-caliber injury. But it's just – it's clear that some guys just can't do it. But I think uh, – I think I think you're sleeping. You couldn't play. I think uh, maybe, but I think you're sleeping on how many Panthers fans are going to be there. Remember, once upon a time, the Redskins campaigned hard against the Carolina Panthers becoming an NFL franchise because they knew that their base basically extended from just south of Baltimore all the way through the Carolinas until you got to Hawks country or Falcons, sorry, Hawks, Falcons territory in Georgia. That's no longer the case, right? Like there, there are Panthers fans in the Richmond, um, Roanoke area now. So, I think they're going to travel there, well. I expect to see a lot of blue in the stands. There are, and that's that could be entirely possible. But it's I, definitely I, gonna I, I, I guess what I was saying is I don't think it really matters. Um, I think, you know, the Panthers just have our number, and that's just what it is. They always have. Joe, put yeah, the food down. I know, I know. I was trying to sneak in a bite. All right, so what do you – I mean, let's not do predictions. I'll save that for the preview show. But um, any final thoughts as we put a – let's put a bow on it. I mean, the, the Redskins are 2-2 two and two, sitting on top of the division. It's a terrible division, you know, period. The NFC is wide open, and it seems like we're going to be crapping in our pants the entire season to see who actually escapes the NFC East. I still like the Redskins as far as talent goes. I think they're still better than the Giants. I think they're, they can challenge the Eagles because the Eagles – Looks like the Eagles are going to be training for LaShawn McCoy, which is nuts. Or maybe even Le'Veon Bell. Like, they need a running back desperately there. The Giants are kind of a – I mean, they can beat the Redskins, but they're not very good. They're dealing with their uh, OBJ drama, so they'll they'll take care of themselves. Everybody's to blame except him, So, which is exactly what you want out of one of your team leaders. But um, it was disappointing. I mean, in a word – give me one word to describe, uh, describe Monday night, how you felt before and after. One word before, one word after. LP. I, I was excited before, um, and I was dejected after. <laughs> Good words, FP. Good word. Um, I was not that excited and devastated afterwards. Yeah, devastated. Is not that excited one word? It's, it's not. It's uh, hyphenated. Okay. He played, he played football for a while. It's a CTE. Um, <laughs> all right, boys. Well, look, until, until we chat again in a few days and we, um, we start talking about the Carolina Panthers, let's, let's get over this loss immediately. And, uh, and just, I mean, man, I, I hope, I hope the skins come out looking better than they did on, um, on Monday night. That was, I know, I know we always show poorly on, on national games, but that was terrible. That was so terrible. And, uh, I mean, what else can you say? We can't have another one of those. Uh, that would be absolutely horrible. But, you know, it's got to be boiling uh, Dan Snyder's blood, too. He, he's just a fan just as big as we are. I mean, No, come you on. Know, you know what? Dan, he's a Dan's fan. sitting there still pissed off that he didn't know that they brought in Adrian Peterson to work out for the team. Because Dan's a petty man. Well, he's also pissed well, off that the stadium is empty. I'm ready so for his pettiness. Pisses, I'm ready for the pettiness to, to pull out Bruce Allen. And I told FP this after the game. I, yeah. I said, I think something big has got to happen. And I don't think something, you can fire the coach. Something big has to happen. But I think you should hire someone in the front office that makes uh, big enough waves to for the team to get their ass together. You gain but, but, nothing by firing the coach. Firing the coach doesn't help you. It sets no, you back. You're starting over you yet again. Well, you know what? 
if you right? if you really all these wanna... dum-dums that are like, oh, we had Sean McVay, we let him get away. Well, no, you idiots! Like you can't you you can't do that. You, you can't let we, we that wasn't even an option. So what does it really matter? If if you don't want Gruden to be on the hot seat and you don't want him to get fired, then you got to get rid of Bruce first because I guarantee you, if you have a bad showing this year. Bruce will do whatever Bruce can do to save his ass and get rid of Gruden. I'm not buying that that either of them actually are the problem, though. Like, right now, that's not the not. problem. The problem not. is that they don't have talent at a at skill position. They just don't. The defense is, the defense is actually better than I anticipated it was going to be. Right, The defensive line, the linebackers, they're playing fine. The secondary had a bad game, period. Right, The offense has to find a way. Like, Adrian Peterson's got to have – between him and Capri Bibbs, they got to have like 30 touches. They just got to grind the clock down. They got to grind the Panthers' front uh, front four down. And you got to hope that one of these receivers can go out and make a make a play, like a catch right. and run. Do we, do we have any receiver who can catch and run with the ball? Frankly, I, 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 I only Jordan Reed, Ryan, and bring up Mac Brown because we saw what Mac Brown can do. I mean, what what is he still on practice squad? Yeah, he's on I the practice squad. What, what good is what good is P. Ryan I mean, doing gotta, being active every week? To me, let to him me, go. You gotta Bring run, somebody you gotta else. Run, run Peterson into the ground. You gotta play. You gotta. You gotta take the bubble wrap off of Reed. Like until he don't treat him as it, as it, as he's, and just hope somebody can do something from the receivers. They're terrible. But anyway, it's been good, boys. This has been therapeutic. Even a few days later, let's put a bow on it. We're done. Redskins lost to the Saints. It was it was embarrassing. We move on. 